Welcome to Gooch Live, brought to you by the good people at the Hockey News and, of course, Fired Up Network, and my good friend, Wayne Cowley, at the bottom line. Hey, listen, uh, I'm wearing a jersey every time I do the show up until January 29th, when we will be doing a one-hour live auction with a bunch of jerseys, a bunch of NHL guys coming. It'll be done at the bottom line, and my producer's going to put on a heck of a show for us. This jersey right now that I'm actually wearing is from the 2013 you can read it right there. The final European tour, 2013. And the final game ended up in Uxbridge, Ontario, believe it or not. And when you see me interviewing our good friend James Murphy, you will see the jersey that I had made up with number 29 on it. And Walter Gretzky was the coach, and he wore that on uh, on the bench. So uh, we'll be auctioning that off. So we're really excited about it. Obviously, January 29th, take the jersey off my back. You can take this off my back, all in support of Stop Concussions, uh, Germany EV, our German uh, representative. And the Castle Huskies did an, ama- an amazing job. We have 5,000 people there to watch the Hanson Brothers and Denny Lemieux from the movie Slapshot. This is all helping athletes that are suffering from concussions and mental health right at this moment. We know how big of a deal that is. All right, listen, uh, I had an opportunity to get James Murphy. He's very busy. He's not only doing Boston hockey now, he's now doing Montreal hockey now, which is kind of funny because aren't those two teams a rivalry? So I did have to ask him, when you're doing the game between Boston and and Montreal, are you fighting between each other, meaning yourself? Do you have two personalities? And we'll uh, see some of his answers. I got a chance to talk to him about the stubbing of Brad Marchand. He's a big Brad Marchand uh, fan. And of course, the question, Tuco Rask. And finally, I said to him, hey, why are we hosting an all-star game? And here's James Murphy. As promised, he's here. James Murphy, Murphy's Hockey Law. Really honored to have him. We're going to be talking a little bit of Bruins, as I promised, of course. Tuco Rask back in net. Of course, Brad Marchand, a stud. Whether you like him or you hate him, which he's that type of dude, he is on fire right now. And we're going to hear from James just exactly what the feelings are with him not being obviously put on the roster for the All-Star game. And then I'm going to ask him, why are we even having an All-Star game? Hey, as promised too, I'm wearing the Chiefs jersey. I did a change. I know I was wearing another jersey earlier in the show. This is the Chiefs jersey. This jersey was worn for the world tour. Yes, we were in Germany with the Hanson brothers, Steve, Jack, and of course, uh, our friend Dave Hansen. And Denny Lemieux, the goalie from Slapshot. So without further ado, let's talk about a goaltender. Let's talk about Tuco Rask. Hey, James Murphy. How we doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. Anytime I got you on, uh, I love what's in the back there. Like it's a, a rustic look you got going on. It's old Boston. Yeah, this is uh yeah, this is my girlfriend's home, actually. Beautiful house she lives in. Uh, it's actually an historic home in Springfield, Massachusetts, uh, called the Legacy House. 
All right. Well, not only yeah. is it a legacy, so are you. Uh, so well known and so well versed in not only NHL hockey, but of course the Bruins. Uh, let's get into it right off the bat. Tuco Rask is back. I is that a good move? I would say yes, in my eyes. But then it's did a little bit with the backup goaltender change and stuff. Is it good for Swayman? What's going on? First round. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think I've been on record with you. Maybe even the last time I was on with you, we yep. discussed the goaltending situation there and how I didn't understand the Linus, uh, Linus Almark signing and why would you sign a guy to so long and give him, you know, no movement clause and so much money uh, when you knew that Swayman is going to be your guy for the future. Yep. And you had a very good idea that Tuca could be coming back as well. So you can't go back and change the past. So now you are where you are, and they did what they the only move they could do, and that is to send Swayman back down to Providence because he did not have to clear waivers like all Mark would. Do I think it's good for his development? Yeah, I do. Actually, to be honest, okay. Gooch, I think that they should have had Swayman start in Providence. I think he should have played the whole season there. I I, I don't want to see happen to him what happened to Carter Hart in Philadelphia right. where they completely ruined that kid and rushed him. So I think it's good that he's back there. He'll he'll start every game. He'll get a lot of action. There won't be as much spotlight on him if he hits the skids. So I like the move right now. And hey, you can't argue having the best goalie in franchise history back in your lineup. And I know for a fact that the Bruins the players are very excited to have Rass back around. Well, and he looked really good in his first starter court and gets a win. Hey, listen, uh, as I mentioned to you, I'm wearing a, a Chiefs jersey. It's for the World Tour for the Hanson brothers, Yvonne Barrett. This jersey was actually worn in Uxbridge, Ontario. It was the last stage of the tour. We were in Hanover. We were in Halla. We were in Crayfeld. And then we did wow. the last with the Bonner boys in Uxbridge and Wayne Gretzky's father, Walter Gretzky, through John Cavers, was the coach of the, our team, and he wore this jersey, so I'm so honored to have it on, and I know I'm going to have you up on January 29th when we do take the jersey off my back of charity auction for, for uh, mental health. It's, fu it's funny you brought up Slapshot there, Gooch, because I was just, uh, my girlfriend isn't exactly the biggest hockey person, so she she's learning with me. I'm t teaching her a lot about the okay. game in the NHL. And um, she was asking me, you know, so what exactly is hooking and what is high? And I said, wait, wait, I I'll let Denny Lemieux teach you. So I put her the Denny Lemieux clip when he's there with, uh, you know, what's his name? Carr, the, uh, the announcer. Jim there. Carr. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jim Carr. Yeah. But he's like, you know, you you go to the box two minutes, you feel shame, and then you go free. Hey, listen, we're going to do, we're going to pull something off for you. You're, we are going to organize a call and I'll have Denny Lemieux actually on the call. Oh, we'll do a video great. call. We'll do it in this next week because you know how good of friends we are. We're yeah. doing the 45th, the Slapshot 45th anniversary golf tour all across um, North America. We start in Philadelphia where I hope you're going to join us. Yeah, we're actually great. talking with Ron Bordolo. We think we're going to do one in Boston or in the near Boston. We're going to do three events in the USA and then we're going to do them all up here in Toronto and, and Winnipeg and Thunder Bay and Edmonton and then end up in Whistler. So I'll keep you informed on that. But shh, we'll tell That'd be cool. <laughs> He'll be able to talk French with her. All right, listen, obviously moving from a great iconic movie to the all-star game the nhl all-star game on my mother's birthday february 4th in vegas before we even talk about who's not there i'm gonna ask you plain and simple why why are we hosting an all-star game when we've already eliminated the olympics and we understand why a lot more travel but we're going to be sending people to vegas what stays in vegas should stay in vegas but we may bring something back out of vegas love to hear your opinion 
Yeah, well, like, yeah, send them to a city where they don't really believe that COVID exists. And yeah, they're going to bring COVID back. That's what's going to come out of Vegas. Maybe all the other party secrets won't. But it's just, look, I get it that they made a commitment to ESPN and ESPN really insisted on it when they signed the new TV deal. And that's really the only reason they're still having it. But I, I think it's upon ESPN to say, we get it. This isn't a good time to do it. Let's just scratch it. But you know what the all-star game is, uh, Gooch? It's just a big schmooze fest for a lot of companies and sponsors and everything's about money. And if that means that they're going to risk more, you know, COVID, they'll do it because it's about money. The problem is what happens when these players are there and they're going to all these different parties all weekend. Exactly. And they're, you know, they're, they're meeting some ladies and what have you. And then they come back to their teams and the COVID spreads again throughout the NHL. Then what are we going to do? I mean, we're already way behind in games. I don't think there's any way they're going to finish the season on time. And now you're going to potentially bring back a, a, a grenade and throw it into the league uh, from Vegas. I, it's not a bright idea, but it is what it is. Hey, listen, obviously we're concerned about the COVID situation. You're, you're, I've been to the All-Star game. I was in St. Louis. Spectacular. The yeah. parties, the, the atmosphere, the actual games, the three-on-three games. A lot of people say, oh, it's, I loved it. It was live. It was absolutely spectacular. But again, is this a true All-Star game? Of course, we know your buddy Brad Marchand right behind me having an absolute killer of a season. You know that Nazem Kadri is having an absolute killer of a season. He's fourth in 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 scoring. They're two similar type of players: a little bit grindy, a little bit gritty, a little bit off the wall, yeah. and yet both of them were not first ballots, and they should have. Your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, they got to change the format, right? I mean, unfortunately, the format is you have to send one player from each team. And because of that, we're going to have circumstances like this where the best players don't necessarily go. I mean, even Nick Suzuki on the Montreal Canadiens, I'm covering both teams now. I don't know if you know that, Gooch. I'm covering the Canadiens and the Bruins right now as we try to find a new writer for Montreal Hockey now. And, you know, even Nick Suzuki was like, I don't belong there. Give it to Brad Marchand. Give it to Nazem Kadri. You know, and it's just they need to change the format there. It's, it shouldn't be a participation game where no matter how bad a team is, they get to send someone. And I don't like to get too riled up about it. But in the end, it is kind of important to these players, Gooch, because a lot of these guys, like when you're a higher end player, you're a higher echelon player, you have it in your contract that you get some pretty hefty bonuses when you go to the All-Star game and then get even more based on what you do there. So they're missing out on some money, those guys. And I'm sure, you know, for a guy like Nazem, Brad Marsham was there a couple of years back or a few years back, but I don't believe Nazem Kadri's ever made it. And I think he's one of the best stories in the league right now. He should be there. And I think, you know, in terms of hockey diversity and the fact that he's Muslim and he can bring awareness to, you know, anyone can play and hockey is for everyone. It'd be great to have him there. But once again, the NHL drops the ball. And he deserves it solely on his ability and what he's shown in the league this year. And yes, it would have been great to have representation. And we all know the issues that we've had and how the NHL has dropped the ball many times on that. Okay, so talk to me about this non-All-Star then. It's more of a, you know, we got a participation uh, 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 certificate saying, hey, I got there. But Alexander Barkov, uh, there's some guys in the last man standing. And I got to ask you, the last man standing, does he get a car like a few years ago? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with that. It's just going to be interesting. But I, I think right now what they, they need to do is go back to just going, you know, having coaches select the players. That's and great. It doesn't yeah. matter if there's four players from one team 
or one player from another. It doesn't matter. You just got to do it right and get who's, who deserves there, who deserves to be there should be there. And you look at it right now. I mean, what you're telling me, Leon Drysaddle shouldn't be there? No, God, ridiculous. You know, yeah. yeah. Come on now, this is ridiculous. So Brad Marchand's a good player that could be there. Look at all the different players. You mentioned Barkov there as well. We'll see what happens. But I'll tell you one thing, no. The flip side is I think a lot of these teams that aren't seeing their best players go are probably happy because it's more rest and more time to heal uh, and get better for the stretch run, which is, like we just said, it's going to be insane. I mean, both most teams are going to be playing five to six games a week after the All-Star game. Hey, James, I know you're very close to the ground. You hear a lot more than I do when it comes to this. Um, do you think that it, the the owners would be upset that if they didn't have a rep? Listen, Montreal should not be saying rep. I love Montreal Canadians. You know that. I'm a huge Canadian fan. Hockey is very important to that city. Uh, but realistically, nobody on that team right now deserves to be an all-star. But if they didn't send one, would the ownership be really upset saying, well, we need the representation? Um. No, I don't think okay. they would. I, I mean, the owners aren't making any more money because one guy from their team made or no guys made. It doesn't matter to them. So I don't think they'd care. All right. Well, wrapping it up, I, I want to ask you, obviously, uh, as they come through the all-star break, we know that that's when it's going to get really tight for the playoff races and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, the effects, do you think some players may bow out as we get closer to February 4th? Let's say it's a little bit higher, a little more riskier. And some of these guys just say, hey, listen, you know, uh, I tweaked the knee, my elbow's sore. I got to get a tooth pulled. Uh, maybe the risk is high because if they do get it, we know they're going to have to be quarantined especially some of these teams that are in, you know, on the bubble of making it, could they get pressure from even the coaching staff or the management saying, Hey, you know what? We're a little, we're a little worried. Like an Azam Kadri, for example. Yeah. You know, I, I would say it just depends on the player. I mean, I think a lot of these guys are probably looking at it. Like I'm going to Vegas for a weekend. Let's go, you know? Yeah. And, you know, the younger guys are going to be all excited about it. Maybe a veteran or someone, maybe a Patrice Bergeron, who who I know is play, he's always playing injured. You know, maybe he decides, hey, this isn't the thing for me right now. Why don't you send Marshy or send somebody else from the team? So we'll see. I think you are going to see a few of the guys do that. The problem is, unless you have proof that you're hurt, uh, you will get suspended a game. So you're good point. It's kind of a catch 22. All right. So when I'm thinking about this and if it's not a true all-star game, I have to think about names that aren't there. Obviously, uh, Sidney Crosby will not be participating in it. And he has over the last decade been the face of the NHL. If we're going to make it a participation game, why would you not have that type of representation for the league? Cause he is, uh, you know, one of the icon players and there's a couple others, uh, maybe the last hurrahs. We know that guys like Chara, it'll be probably his last season, maybe give him a time with the fans and, and, and the corporate world. Could you see that being instituted in the future? Something like, you know, use this for uh, a goodbye tour for some of these guys? Uh, maybe. I think the one thing they want to correct, though, is just getting the right guys there and, and not – they're gonna. there's going to be a push to get away with this. One guy from each team has to make it. They're going to do away with that, I think, eventually. There will be a major push from the PA. Um, but I think that's the only changes we'll see for now. All right. James, uh, what's going on in James Murphy's life right now? Just crazy busy, my friend. Like I said, covering the Bruins and the Montreal Canadiens. So it's kind of weird covering two sides of a, a bitter rivalry. Like Absolutely. That. But it's fun. It, it's fun. I'm loving it. And uh, it's that time of year. Like I said, it's going to get really, really busy with all the games they got to make up. So just getting ready for that. Do you get ever uh, fighting against yourself? 
when you're watching parts. Shut up, that's not true. Yeah, this is good. All right, so I'm really excited. Obviously, you're following Brad Marchand's story as we go closer to the uh, All-Star game. But now we can actually ask you some questions about Montreal next week. James Murphy, I can't thank you enough. Murphy's Hockey Law. All right, have a good one, my friend. See you, buddy. Always great having him on. Action-packed. He knows his stuff. He knows about Boston. And I knew he was covering the Montreal Canadiens. I did not know that he was that close. But we'll find out a little bit more. All right, we'll end the show off with Jordan LaRoche. We've got lots to talk about. Hey, always a pleasure. See, I've got a different jersey on. Yes, I do. Hey, Jordan, listen, just before we get into last segment of this show, Timo Myers is on fire. I don't know if you're watching it. I was actually watching it before I came down here because, you know, I always want to see how Bernsey does. And he has just broken a 31-year record. It's never been done before in the San, for the San Jose Sharks. Patrick Marlowe had scored four goals for the Sharks. He has just scored his fifth goal, and he's still got a full period to go. Yeah, and you know it kind of reminds me back to uh, when Thomas Hurdle actually scored four goals uh, for the Sharks against the Rangers, and Joe Thornton said he was going to pull something out and uh, do, do do a little something later. But uh, I won't read the full comment out. But it's just okay. a little, cool little thing that you know uh, 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 these new franchises. It's pretty easy for some of these guys to break some records. Well, just to score one goal in the National Hockey League, but to score five and one. All right, listen, really quickly, Jack Eichel is on his way back. And there's a possibility, you found out, he may be playing in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, it looks like the next few weeks right now, he had his first skate back on Tuesday. And all, all reports say he's, he's looking good. No real issues with his, with his, uh, with his back at all. Um, he's projected to be on a line with, with Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty. Um, Hello. Yeah, that is brutal. But uh, Pat Pacioretty, right now, he's out definitely. He's having wrist surgery. Uh, so even when Jack Isle comes back, Pacioretty might not be ready. And I think that's probably the only way, you know, that, you know, Vegas can kind of keep up uh, Eichel's contract uh, with, with, the, with the salary cap, just putting another guy in the IR and wait till playoffs. It's the Kucherov rule. I see it all over this place coming yeah. for the playoffs. Hey, your father's uh, piping in. Hey, Jordan, you should be out shoveling. Do you have a cold? Uh, John, let me tell you, it is, I've been, I'm from Winnipeg, Manitoba. It is as much snow as I've shoveled. My wife, myself, and then the neighbor across the way, you don't know them. Uh, she's 80 and she was out there. God, we're struggling. So her and I, Tony and I went over there and helped there. That was a mistake. All right, listen, I should be one of the three stars for going to help my neighbor, for God's sakes. Talk to us about the three stars. Obviously, I had a chance. You listened to uh, James uh, about the Marchand story. Uh, he is on fire. He is playing as good of hockey as he had in his entire career. Uh, first star. It's a little contradictory that, you know, they don't name him to the all-star list, and but they give him first star of the week. Uh, the, the, the couple of days later, but uh, he had six goals, ten points in four games over the last week, uh, including a hat trick and a five-one win against the Canadians. He's been a, a big driving force for this Bruins team that's sitting in a pretty good spot right now. Um, yep. I can't find the exact. Uh, sorry, I had it here. Uh, that's okay. It's, it's sitting fourth, uh, sitting fourth in the Atlantic right now, just uh, still a, a little bit, a little bit behind the, the Maple Leafs, but. I mean, that's really easy to make up coming down the stretch. 
Hey, Jordan, I just wanted to say quickly on the Marchand story is that, you know what, it's not just that he's playing good, great hockey. It's the fact that I watched him when he, you know, took his nose, you know, it was yeah. I, obviously it was either broken or, or displaced a little bit. And he came back and played like a, that is for me, a true superstar. That's a guy that can do it all. And even under duress, cause uh, well, you as a goalie had never had your nose broken. I, Fortunately, never had it broken, but it was on the side of my face once. Uh, but it wasn't broken, thank God. Wow, him coming back and playing as well as he does, he can yeah. play with grit and play with pain. All right, of course, we also know that this guy could be on the move. We don't know where, but certainly uh, he looked good in an Oilers jersey. Mark andre Fleury. Well, he's making it hard for you know, Chicago to trade him just because uh, he's going to end up costing more than he would have about a month ago. Uh you know, Mark Andre Fleury has just kind of turned his season on on, on a dime. Um, stopping 88 of 92 in his last three games, uh, 1.3 goals against, and 9.57 save percentage uh, this week, and became the 14th goalie in NHL history to record 70 shutouts. Wow. Uh, I mean, he just keeps keeps building his ballot for the Hall uh, when he's done his career, and you know the. He, he, he can go to to any team right now. They can become a contender. If he goes to Edmonton, um, if he goes to uh, or a team struggling struggling in the back end, uh, there's a lot of options out there right now. And you know, Chicago, why not give him the best chances to succeed? Absolutely. At his age, I think he deserves it. And let's watch that. We'll be watching that as it comes closer. And then this guy we've always liked, and he, I, I said the Kucherov rule, and could it happen again in the National Hockey League? Of course, when you're talking about Pacioretty, uh, Kucherov is also uh, playing very good hockey at a very important time. Yeah, and, you know, the, the Florida's, uh, Tampa Bay's are trying to keep up with the Panthers right now in the standings. Uh, they're tied right now, but Florida's playing at a ridiculous pace, just, just winning every game. And, you know, Tampa Bay being the, the, the defending champions, they have to kind of keep keep up that, uh, that reputation. And Kucherov has been, you know, the, the guy to do it so far. So um, he, he's having a, a great week. He had his third or fourth career shutout. Or, yep. I'm sorry, hat trick, sorry. Yeah. Uh, a couple assists in there as well over a three-game span. So, uh, again, this Tampa team is going to need him coming down the stretch. And, I mean, if they want to get home ice advantage, uh, secured for the playoffs. I mean, th- th- this is th- this is the time where you need to win those games. All right, uh, last point to you. Of course, uh, we were talking a little bit about the All Star. Should it go? Should it not go? Obviously, it's going to be a break in the in the season. Uh, you know. Where is it needed? I said no. Is it relevant? I say no. However, it is going to happen. And uh, uh, we see that Eric Stahl has come back and he will, uh, he's signed an AHL deal. And I think you made it very clear here. Is this a deal for him to maybe make the Olympic team because they're not sending NHL players? It is. I mean, hundred percent it is. Uh, He's been a guy who's been talked about for the team for, for a while uh, ever since the NHL players weren't allowed to go. So um, he's signing with with Minnesota Wilds. Uh, I think it's the Iowa Wild. Iowa, yeah. Their, their AHL affiliate team. Um, he's going to report there early next week. And, you know, this is a guy who's going to be a top, a top line player for them, uh, most likely going to the Olympics. Uh, I, I love it. Oh, yeah. It's really, it's really cool to see. 
Yes, and his veteran leadership to take, you know, Owen Powers is going. He can just bring that youth uh, into control, give them an opportunity to understand what they need to do to win. And when maybe a game gets a little bit out of control, he can sit in that dressing room and help the coaching staff calm everything down. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I know we couldn't get the shovel out so I could get my car out so you and I could meet at the bottom line. Unfortunately, uh, it's a snow date. So we will see you on Wednesday. It's going to be great lunch with Gooch and friends down at the uh, the bottom line. It, the studio is starting to look unbelievable. And all thanks to you, Jordan. Uh, I will see you on Wednesday. See it. Hey, listen, uh, you see behind me, Dave Hansen. That's when I was in uh, the ice hockey classic in Australia. Dave Hansen was part of this jersey. He came and played in a bunch of cities, and this jersey was worn in Castle uh, as I played for both teams uh, back and forth. I played for the uh, Chiefs team, and then they traded me. I don't know why they traded me, but they traded me over to the Castle team, and it had 4,000 fans, and it was absolutely crazy, incredible. And it's all about helping us raise money and awareness for connected mental health and stop concussions as we are helping athletes that are suffering from concussions and mental health. It's January 29th. Take the jersey off my back. See you Wednesday. You've been listening to Gooch Live with your host, Carrie Goulet, better known as The Gooch, brought to you by the Hockey News and Sports Illustrated. 